Hello and welcome to the Veterinary Secrets Podcast. My name is Dr. Andrew Jones and this is episode 51. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the research that led to Purina developing the NeuroCar diet. What is MCT oil and how it can help your dogs? And then lastly, all the impressive benefits of coconut oil for dogs and cats. Now Veterinary Secrets is on iTunes. Just go to iTunes and search for Veterinary Secrets. We're also on Stitcher. You can download the Stitcher app and search for Veterinary Secrets. I would sure appreciate it if you would subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can do so on iTunes or Stitcher. And lastly, I really encourage you to get a copy of my free book, my three free videos. It's at veterinarysecrets.com forge last news. Now let's get right into today's podcast. Nutrition breakthrough to help manage dogs with epilepsy. Research from the RBC Canine Epilepsy Clinic leads to the development of the first and only diet to help nutritionally manage dogs with idiopathic epilepsy as an adjunct to veterinary therapy. The diet, Prenoproplan Veterinary Diet, NC NeuroCare, will be available to those with a veterinary prescription in the USA starting this year in March. Research from the RBC Canine Epilepsy Clinic in partnership with Nestle Purina provided the basis for the development of the first and only diet to help nutritionally manage dogs with idiopathic epilepsy as an adjunct to veterinary therapy. The diet, Purina Proplan NeuroCare, was presented to veterinarians at the North American Veterinary Community Annual Conference in Florida. Epilepsy itself, it's a common chronic neurologic condition and diagnosed both in dogs and people. The most common treatment for canine epilepsy is anti-epileptic drugs. Past studies have also found that in approximately one-third of dogs, current drug treatments fail to reduce by at least 50% the number of seizures that they experience. The RBC Epilepsy Clinic is continuously working on new management options to improve seizure control further, quality of life for dogs with epilepsy, and to give back control to owners. Professor Holger Volk, head of the Department of Clinical Sciences and Services of the RBC and a specialist in neurology and neurosurgery said, Canine epilepsy is a complex condition and can be very distressing for the dog and their owner, which I know from personal experience having had a dog with fits. Drug treatments can be successful in reducing seizures, but it's really important to note that consistent remission can be difficult to attain, and we need to find new strategies to broaden our management toolkit. One of the most exciting new areas of research in canine epilepsy is on the effects of diet. Holger added, Breeders and dog owners have often told me that they feel that the food that they give to their dogs does influence the control of their seizures. These anecdotal observations kindled the idea of looking closer at the effect of diet on dogs with epilepsy. Holger emphasized the importance of giving a consistent diet, which can be extremely difficult in the real-world situation, because one of the effects of epilepsy drugs is to stimulate appetite, and so these dogs will always be looking for food. Giving leftovers from human meals can add further to the challenge of looking for a pet with epilepsy because ingredients such as high salt levels in many human foods can interfere with how dogs process some of the anti-epileptic drugs. It's not just the amount of food that matters, the individual nutrients are also important. The team at the RBC demonstrated that in a study that showed a diet rich in medium tra- chain triglycerides or MCT can help control seizures. The study was a six month randomized placebo controlled double blinded study conducted in dogs with idiopathic pathic epilepsy that were also being administered ADs or anti-epileptic drugs. It demonstrated that for the first time that a test diet with MCT oil can have positive effects on the reduction of seizure frequency when fed as an adjunct of veterinary therapy. 71% of dogs showed a reduction in seizure frequency, 48% of dogs showed a 50% or greater reduction in seizure frequency, and 14% of dogs achieved complete seizure freedom. 
Our new formula was inspired by this study conducted in dogs with epilepsy at the RVC and in partnership with Purina. This NeuroCare is the first and only diet to nutritionally help manage dogs with epilepsy as an adjunct to veterinary therapy. So I just want to talk a little bit about what's in this new diet. First of all, I mean, kudos to them for this researcher for looking at MCT oil and treating seizures in dogs. Um, we know it's being used in people. Secondly, you know, kudos for Purina for developing a specific diet and supporting this research. But I just want to give you a little bit of background exactly what is in this Purina NeuroCare diet. So here are the ingredients. Chicken, chicken meal, corn gluten meal, brewer's rice, ground yellow corn, ground wheat, then we've got medium chain triglyceride vegetable oil, MCT oil, corn germ meal, barley, natural flavor, fish oil, and then the list goes on and on. But my point I'm trying to make is that when you look at some of the first few ingredients, chicken meal, corn gluten meal, brewer's rice, ground yellow corn, ground wheat, you're not looking at some especially nutritious ingredients. The big thing, and I'm looking at the key, key thing from this diet, we've got sixth or seventh on the list, is MCT vegetable oil, which is more than likely. So what is medium chain triglyceride vegetable oil or MCT oil? It's likely coconut oil. And my point I think I'm trying to make here um, with you guys on the podcast is that yes, you can look at, you know, adding in specifically going to get this Prina Veterinary NeuroCare diet, or you can just look at adding in MCT oil directly to your dog. They don't actually list the specific amounts on the bag, but sort of general standard doses that we're looking at is about a quarter of a teaspoon per 10 pounds of body weight once to twice daily. You want to start out with once daily, then you can increase the amount, but you're looking at a coconut oil in those measured doses. So now I wanted to talk a little bit and sort of the last part of the podcast is specifically talk about coconut oil. So coconut oil is known as the good saturated fat. Yes, in some cases, some people are saying it's the latest, hottest, all natural trend for people, you know, but pet parents are really also exploring this benefit special supplement for their four-legged companions. And far from being a fad or an overnight craze, it really may prove to be true. It has many benefits. It can really help our dogs with everything from itchy or bumpy skin to digestive issues. But you know, you really need to know all the specifics about it. What is coconut oil? It's extracted from mature coconuts and it takes the form of an edible oil that is used in food and even beauty products. It's high in saturated and medium chain triglycerides, which are thought or touted to be behind some of the big health benefits. No question, it's the MD or the medium chain triglycerides. We've been told that if it's saturated fat, it's not good. My son just recently came home. He got it from biology class. Coconut oil, saturated fat, not good for you. Yes, fats are made up of fatty acids that fall into three categories. Monounsaturated fatty acids, polyunsaturated fatty acids, and saturated fatty acids. Saturated fats are predominantly found in animal products such as meat and dairy, and they're solid at room temperature. And they've been linked to a host of health issues in people such as obesity, high cholesterol, and increased risk of heart disease. As a plant-based saturated fat, coconut oil was once grouped with all these other unhealthy fats, and people were just generally advised to avoid consuming it. However, even though coconut oil is a saturated fat, it's not unhealthy. In fact, it contains numerous health benefits. The chemical structure in coconut oil is quite different from the fat, say, found in a steak or a slab of butter. And it's those specific differences that have huge health implications. Whereas most saturated fats are compromised of long-chain fatty acids, LCFAs, coconut oil is comprised mainly of medium-chain fatty acids, MCFAs, or medium-chain triglycerides, MCTs. Our bodies break these down and recognize MTTs very different than the long-chain fatty acids, producing a very different effect. So what are some, some of the benefits of coconut oil? 
oil. Specifically, initially with people, it was about increasing metabolism, helping with weight loss and maintenance. So compared to other types of oils and fats, MCTs seem to have positive effects on fat burning and weight reduction. As part of a healthy diet, MCT oil can help increase people feeling filled up. It's even our dogs that just can't help but losing weight and they always want to eat can help them feel filled up and even raise the metabolic rate at which the body functions. Experimental studies demonstrate that dietary MCTs suppress fat deposition through enhanced thermogenesis and fat oxidation in both animals and people. In other words, it's believed that they help the body produce ketones, which gives you the same benefits similar to this ketogenic diet without needing to cut carbs to drastically low levels. In fact, MCTs are sometimes called the ultimate ketogenic fats because of their heating effect in the body and the ability to rapidly be used for energy. It's specifically when someone is not eating a lot of carbs, they've definitely been shown to positively impact metabolic function. For example, a 2003 study published in the Journal of Obesity and Related Metabolic Disorders showed that after comparing long-term consumption of MCTs and LCTs, body composition and fat oxidation in obese women, the MCTs have proved to have far more significant effects. Secondly, helping to protect heart health. This may also be applicable to our pets. A 2010 study published in the Journal of Nutraceuticals and Functional Foods reported that MCTs can help prevent the development of metabolic syndrome. This is a term given to a cluster of metabolic disorders such as abdominal obesity, um, high certain blood lipids within the blood, high blood pressure, and impaired fasting blood sugar levels. You know, these people are sort of borderline diabetics. MCTs help to decrease cardiovascular disease and mortality risk. More likely, this, they have this positive effect because they are anti-inflammatory, easy to digest, and they get, make people feel filled up as they do with our pets, and they're easily used for energy as described above. Improves digestion and nutrient absorption. Improved digestion and nutrient absorption. Both MCT oil and coconut oil are beneficial for balancing bacteria in the gut flora, which in turn has positive effects on digestive symptoms, energy expenditure, and the ability to absorb vitamins and minerals from the foods you eat. Medium chain fats can help kill a wide range of pathogenic viruses and strains and bacteria that cause digestive issues, including candida, constipation, diarrhea, food poisoning, stomach aches, etc. Coconut oil has specific benefits for the skin and coat. So what we're seeing here is when dogs are taking this orally, we're seeing improved decreased amount of allergy symptoms. Um, many pet owners report that their dog's coat is softer, or shinier. Um, they seem to have decreased amount of hair loss for these dogs that have allergies. And then secondary topic like can also be used as a topical allergic dogs have lost this sort of this skin barrier and that's why they're reacting in the first place. There's this sort of fatty acid barrier that sort of blocks all these nasty allergens from penetrating through in, into the skin causing these inflammatory reactions. So the coconut oil then is to help sort of increase that, that barrier Barrier to stop these allergens from entering, but then it can also be used topically because it has antibacterial effects. So we've got these local skin infections. I'm thinking of some of these dogs that may have things like hot spots. Coconut oil has antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal properties. MCTs are powerful natu natural antibiotics that can help balance bacteria in the gut. And in this age of antibiotic resistance, it's really important. Coconut oil also contains lauric acid a saturated fatty acid that converts in the body to monolaurin. It's a monoglyceride compound with numerous beneficial properties. It's antibacterial, antiviral, antimicrobial, antifungal. It actually destroys bacteria that are coated with fat, including funguses and viruses such as herpes, influenza, hep, hep C, ringworm, and even athlete's foot. 
Coconut is now seen as the new brain food. You know, of all these benefits, um, for some sort of alternative veterinarians, they're seeing the big, big benefit is that science is showing it's proven to improve brain function in our older dogs. And these are findings that obviously have direct implications for people as well. In one study, 24 senior beagles fed a diet supplemented with 5.5% MCTs showed significant improvement in cognitive ability within just one month. The study's authors concluded that the MCTs provided an alternative source of brain energy for the senior dogs. As the body's supercomputer, the brain requires a lot of energy, most of which is satisfied when our bodies break down sugar from the foods we eat. You know, think about the, all these carbohydrates, they get turned into glucose. But the brain metabolizes glucose far less efficiently than it does with ketones. So if you can give it a better energy source, such as ketones, that brain's going to function so much better. And the specific way to provide these ketones for your, for your pets, for us, is through coconut oil. And then the last big point I need to want to reinforce that I just discussed to start this podcast is specifically using coconut oil for our dogs that have seizures and epilepsy. It can be with dogs that have local seizures. I mean, we have these intermittent head tremors, for instance, not uncommon in some of our older dogs. Or also can be these dogs that have, you know, primary seizures. They are epileptic. You can consider using it as an alternative to using the Prina NeuroCare diet. So what to look for when you're going to purchase coconut oil, opt for unrefined cold-pressed varieties. If possible, choose organic brands to avoid potential contamination from pesticides. Coconut oil doesn't need to be stored in the fridge, but since it's lice-sensitive like all oils, it's best to keep it in a dark cupboard. Dark glass containers are excellent storage chemical choices, as they protect from the oil from light while also ensuring that there's no BPAs, that's the plastic things, that can leach into the product. There are really many ways you can incorporate coconut oil into your pet's diet. Try mixing a tablespoon into some sheep, into some yogurt, and adding that mixed into your dog's food. Um, generally, when we're looking at it, and we look at doses, um, what I'm suggesting is about a quarter of a teaspoon for 10 pounds of body weight. Start out with that once daily. You can increase that to twice daily. So my little buddy Tula here, she's 20 pounds. She would get a half a teaspoon. I'd start out once a day for a week. She had no diarrhea, up to twice a day for a week. Studies show that coconut oil fed is 10% or less of your dog's diet, pose no digestive or other health issues. However, since too much coconut oil can cause diarrhea, I just advise you know, ex exercising common sense and just introducing it slowly into your pet's diet. Well, thanks again, you guys. That concludes another episode of Veterinary Secrets. I'd love for you to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher, sign up, sign up for updates, and get my free books and videos at veterinarysecrets.com forward slash news. And lastly, if you have any suggestions or about this podcast, future podcasts, please send me an email. And that's at podcast at veterinarysecrets.com. I'll post all the show notes of this podcast on my blog. And that's at veterinarysecrets.com forward slash blog. Thanks again. And I'll talk to you guys next week. This is Dr. Andrew Jones.